0: Welcome to this episode of The Unnoticed Show. Today, I'm delighted to have Owen Lima, who's joining us from Ireland. Owen, welcome. Hi, Jim. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me. Now, you're a published author, you're a storyteller, and you're also the co-founder of a new company
1: uh, called StoryLab.ai. Tell us, how do you help entrepreneurs get noticed? What we do at StoryLab.ai is basically we use our AI tool to help you create more stories faster more and better stories faster. And uh, what that means is that we help you create all of the necessary tidbits, uh, a story about your company, your brand, the services you provide in such a way that you can do it faster than you would normally and that you can do better than you would normally so that you can get noticed by the right people. Now,
0: Owen, that's great. The question though, I've got is how do you start? Because a blank piece of paper is difficult, but also if you like a, a blank cursor, is no easier what do people need in order to start that
1: because if you just put in one word you can get gobbledygook from ai yeah yeah what what you want is to have an idea of what you want to write about and that's basically all you really need is an idea about of what you want to write about and uh, the idea could be just the name of your company or a description of the service or product that you want to talk about or the idea that you want to talk about in, let's say two, three, maybe five words. That's one thing you need. And the other thing you need is maybe expand on that idea, describe that idea with one or two more lines of text. If you go into the generator, you can see exactly how that works. Okay, so can you give us an example then,
0: maybe one you've tried? Because for most of us, the idea of putting in some
1: text and getting something usable doesn't make any sense. So how how have you used it? Yeah, so that's... uh... Great, uh, I can give you an example. I was surprised by this one myself. As yeah. as you mentioned, I've got a, a bunch of experience as a copywriter. And one thing I tried when I was trying our ad generator, I think it was the Google ad generator. We also do Facebook ad generator and a lot of blog stuff. But I was trying for the, trying to work out the kinks in a platform, testing it. And what I did was I was sitting in the room where I'm sitting right now. My son, who's a big gamer it's his room, had this uh, trust gamer uh, mouse sitting on his desk. And I figured, hey, let's try and uh, see if the generator can give me good ad copy that, that will help me sell this trust mouse if I needed to. right? Uh, so I went to the Google ad headline generator on our platform and I said in the idea or topic box, I said, this is a trust gamer mouse. And then in the description box below that, I said, this is a uh, trust gamer mouse that gamers need. And I kind of guess gamers need that to be super accurate. And super quick. And so those are the, the few things that I that I put in the intro. And then I clicked the button that says inspire me and it came back. And what was great, it, it literally just surprised me. It, it gave me I think two options that were decent, one that was pretty good and one that I really couldn't use. But then the, the, the final one that it gave me was trust your movement. And this is like as a copywriter, that kind of gave me goosebumps that an AI would came up would come up with that creative of a headline for a gaming mouse, trust your movement. I thought, wow, that's scary. And that's one example that of, of how the, of the platform might work. Okay, so that's great. So that's one that you could actually take away and use straight away, right? Now,
0: 100%. That's one you mentioned about Google uh, and the AdWords. What other content
1: types are you helping to create then with StoryLab? So the main, I would say the main thing that, that we feel that any AI copywriting tool can help you with is, is idea generation. It's to start off not with a blank uh, blank page, but with something to go off. And so uh, the main thing that we see people using it for right now is content idea generation. So you, you pop in a, on a, a topic that you want to write about and you say inspire me and it comes up with a couple of ideas for headline generation. Uh, so same thing, only it, it translates to direct, direct everything usable headlines. And off of that, we have this sequence uh, that we call Blog Story Generator, where if you click that, it will ask you to put in a topic. It will give you headline ideas. And then you, you will be able to select one of those headline ideas. And off of that headline, it will give you a blog intro. And off of that blog intro, you can even select that. And it will give you uh, an outline for the blog. So it really helps along the process of creating a blog story out of nothing but knowing the topic that you want to write about. Okay, so it sounds pretty extensive. So my question to you, so Erwin from uh, StoryLab,
0: we're just talking then about creating sort of longer form content. Just tell me though, because often AI content can end up being gobbledygook, frankly. How does it stay on message? Because the broader, the longer it gets from an original kernel of an idea. Sometimes the content becomes further and further away from what the company wanted to say. How do you
1: keep it being relevant? There's two things I would, I would say to that. One is that the AI engine that we use, which is GPT-3 or a connection to GPT-3, which is the largest AI natural language processing AI in the world, does that what it does really well. So in general, I would say that we we see that it comes back with copy or content that is really Good, really on topic. Uh, However, the AI does not understand, literally does not understand what it's saying and what it's about. So it may very well fear off topic a little bit, very slightly. And that's where the second part comes in, which is what we 100% advise everybody using any AI copywriting tool, and especially ours, because those are people that we want to talk to most. We advise them to do is you use what the AI uh, tool gives you. As something to start off with, but you always keep keep the human element of the human element of your own human creativity as a check, as a balance to see, make sure that it's saying that, that what you're saying in the end is what you want to be saying. And that's also well how, how we believe you get the maximum out of AI copy generators and the maximum out of yourself. And as a consequence of the combination of human and AI copywriting, you use it as something to create something, to have some of the goal offer and you can prove that as you go along with with being where you are, a wonderful human. Okay. So
0: as you say, it augments rather than replaces uh, the human author, 100%. right? Okay. What about the, if you like, the va- the evaluation of that content? There are tools like Headline Analyzer and co-schedule, for example, that if you put in a, a piece of content, it will evaluate that for style, for engagement, so on and so forth. Although, I put the same headline in both of those and got entirely different results. So I have no idea which one to believe. How do you help people to analyze what might be the performance then and to choose between, let's say, two different
1: headlines? Yeah, that's, uh, that's something that actually we're working on. So uh, just to give you a, a, an idea for our background, we've been working on this for a handful of months now and just started out uh, creating the first basic tools. And then my buddy, who's, who's way more tech heavy than me, is on the back end. He's pushing buttons, turning knobs and tweaking everything to get it to the point where we have 95% quality assurance that we feel that we could provide. Now, in the back of our heads, we have kind of a Kind of a tangential roadmap mapped out that we haven't published yet, but the things that you're talking about are, are, are things that are on there. So what we, one of the kind of directions we see this uh, going is where a tool, like you mentioned, like Headline Analyzer or, or tools like that, that could give you instant feedback on the copy that you're creating to tell you or give you an indication of how effective that content is going to be. It's definitely something that we're planning on building up towards in the in the middle to long, I, I would say, is middle term future. But it's not we're not there yet. Sam, okay, that's okay. So you're you're on the way there, Owen. Now your background then is as a storyteller
0: and as a, an author. And in your other life, Few consult for people on building a brand story. Can you tell us then what would be some of the key elements that someone should think about in our Speak PR program? We talk about storification. They need to create stories. What do you give as guidance to people? Because before they use
1: StoryLab, they need to be thinking about their business as a story, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Before they use StoryLab, they need to be thinking about their business as a story. I kind of like that as a question. Yes and no, I would say. But <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. So what would I give to people to to be able to, to pin down kind of the story of their brand? Is that your question? Is that correct? Yeah. I would say there's a story structure that a lot of storytellers reference sometimes. It's the, it's the hero's journey. And it has, depending on how you look at it exactly, it has 12 steps or it has four phases or three phases. I like to uh, layer it with three phases of the need, solution, result uh, structure, which essentially, if you look at it, you can easily, very easily layer that on top of the hero's journey. And if you do that, so this is really taking it to the super most basic level that you can do. What you want to do is to say, what was the need? What is the solution? to be so talking about your brand that means you're going to look at the need in terms of what were you as the founder or what were the founders of your company or brand looking at in the world that you felt needed to be changed and needed to be different all right that's the first step the second step is solution is okay so what did you come up with what was the solution to that thing that needed to be changed that could be like your value proposition or your overall promise to the world Maybe you could even talk about a product or service that you offer there. And then results uh, at the first stage, you talk about what does that bring to the world? How will that change the world? And here you can talk about either your vision for the future and how your brand uh, sits in that future. Or you can talk about how it changes uh, the initial problem that you saw for the people that you're trying to help. So your customers, your audience. So this is the basic, most basic structure that you could use to talk about your brand. So need. Solution result, and then you can dive in and create like subsections and all those where you could get into like maybe the history of the founders and you know their personal personal history. Or when you're talking about the solution part, you can get into the uh, specifics of the products or services that you need. So you see that from that top level structure in three tiers of the three steps, you can get down and you can dive into those smaller steps, and you can d- d- dive deeper into those yet again. And you create content of, uh, around every step like that. Maybe based off something like StoryLab AI.
0: So, Owen, we've talked then about these three phases. So conceivably, then, someone that wants to use StoryLab AI can think about putting content in that relates to these three different phases. What do they do from a sort of amplification and distribution perspective? Do they, Because if they've got this piece of content, can they only use it the one
1: time or? Oh, no, uh, they can, uh, they can, for now, uh, you can use and reuse every bit of content that you get from StoryLab AI. Cause literally what you want to do now is just uh, copy it out of the editor and paste it onto whatever platform you're using it for. In the future, if you go into them, if you go into them uh, interface right now, you will see that in after you've put in your topic and you're putting in a small description and clip inspire me and it gives you back these options, it takes you to an editor. And in the editor, you can, you can edit, obviously, you can write more. What you'll see is there's a, there are two buttons at the bottom of the editor. The left one says save, where you can save whatever you've been working on. The other button doesn't save anything yet. And this is something that's also for the future. The plan is to, to have that be a connector to, uh, at first, one or two in the near, in the farther future, as many as you can imagine, platforms where you can automatically publish from our platform out to, to as many as you uh, as you like. So we're not going to put, be putting any restrictions on the use of the content you get at all. Okay,
0: yeah, so it'll become a, a platform, a bit like a, a Zoho or a Hootsuite or a, an amplification platform directly from the content generator. What about graphics? Because increasingly, view is that just the text itself isn't generating enough engagement. How do you think people can use what they generate
1: using StoryLab AI within multimedia, if you like pictures and video? Yeah, yeah, that's also something that's that's that we're thinking about. Not something that we're seeing that we're seeing ourselves integrate into our platform very soon. But definitely something that we think about towards the slightly longer future is integration of the creation, the easy creation of graphics off of the the copy, the copy that we've created in the story lab. But for now, yeah, we're the way we think about it right now is you create your story lab is focused solely on copy story text works. So you create your story there and you use that and you go on another platform for now. To add uh, visuals to it. Yeah, I'm telling you what we're seeing, uh, Tim, it's absolutely 100 very important. we should be getting ever more important to, to uh, add visuals to your story.
0: What one could do is just cut and paste it into Canva, for example, to make a graphic. Uh, or, or Visme is the other big platform, isn't it? But now, um, what about pricing? Is this an expensive platform for entrepreneurs to try and use? Or
1: It's a, uh, I would say, premium model. I would also, venture to say, I think it's not, it's not very expensive if you go beyond the free the subscription. So our free subscription right now offers you 25 AI runs each month so that I I feel, we feel gives you more than enough of a chance to, to get a feel for, does this platform work for you? Does the workflow of this platform work for you? Is the copy that the AI is giving you valuable at all? Although we'd love to hear from you and anybody yet trying out the platform, obviously, is that working? And then if you're maxing out those 25 runs a month this month, maybe next month as well, then you can upgrade uh, and get uh, way more than that to 250 AI runs at $7 a month. So I think to most entrepreneurs, that would be something uh, worth considering.
0: That's more than most people would be creating. That would really play into what I talk about with the active communications index, that it's content times channels times consistency. So that's fantastic, Owen. Yeah. And Owen, if people want to... Connect with you either for your story and brand story expertise, but also for Storylab in whatever way they're interested. How can they get hold
1: of you? Yeah. So, say the easiest way to connect with me is through uh, LinkedIn or Twitter, where if you search for Arab Lima on LinkedIn, you will most likely find me. And if you look for Arab Lima or Lima underscore rights on Twitter, you will also find me. Next to that, you can find me at storylab.ai, obviously. You can with me there. Okay, that's wonderful. And one last question for you: How are you going to get StoryLab noticed? What's working for you? Great question. What's working for us right now is eating our own dog food. So I'm creating a bunch of content, but my buddy, who is our kind of chief marketing officer, uh, and who knows way more about marketing than I do is also creating a ton of content literally by using our content generating tool and editing the stuff, using the uh, the guidelines and tools that we provide to make that copy better. And then what he does is he does his marketing and SEO magic and makes it so that as many people as possible get to see that content. We try to be active on social media at least a couple times a week We're we're on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, all these places, uh, all thanks to my my buddy, the CEO of StoryLab.ai. And and that's really starting to pay off as it does in, in the middle to the long range. It starts to pay off. You see more and more people flock to the website. You see more and more subscriptions, people trying it out. So that's great. And we're slowly, steadily building this thing. Oh, and
0: congratulations as an entrepreneur. I salute you. And as a someone who has to write copy continuously, I, I thank you for creating what you're creating and joining me on the show to share
1: it with other entrepreneurs. Thank you so much today. Much obliged, Jim. And thank you so much for having me on. And also, if you would, after you've tried out the tool, please let me know how, how it feels, how I work it for you. That would be awesome because all feedback, like I said, is super valuable to us at this time. Wonderful. Thank
0: you, Erwin Lima, for joining me today on The Unnoticed Show all the way from Holland. Thank you.